two A's in the mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's in the mirror, uh-huh. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on mine. Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I'm happy you found us. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. All of it. Most of them. Get some K's in there, but not three K's. That's weird. Maybe the three, like Alan Iverson. The X. I think I like the X. I don't know, man. Anyway, King Kunta 3 or X, whatever your pleasure is. And, but more importantly, I've got my esteemed, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. Do you know sometimes I fuck that up? I don't know how, but I do. Not this time, though. Nine out of ten Dennis, if you give a shit what Dennis thinking, you shouldn't. Say this dude right here. <laughs> I knew you would be all that together. <laughs> this Negro right here. He gets it. Be honest. What up, B? What's going on, man? Nigga. Yeah. Man, that shit looked bad last Tuesday. <laughs> it wasn't looking right. I was like, oh no. <laughs> shit, B, I, B man, I was I was Googling um uh, some some uh locations down south. Don't worry about exactly where, but way down south. What we I was gonna be podcasting from the dojo, baby. And I was, you know, because, you know, you can't go up to, to, to Canada because they won't let us in because we're diseased. Right. And I was like, shit, man. All right. So let's see. You know, get, I want to be by the water. Um, and uh, how's the Wi-Fi situation? And, and B, I think I asked you in the, in the Slack room. And I said, B, did I ever record from a certain location <laughs> down south? And if I did, do you recall if we had any Wi-Fi connectivity issues? Shit got scary, man. Yeah. Scary. But then, you know, as the day went on, some things happened. And there were some surprises. So the takeaway is, if you tell people to vote by a certain way and not another way, the logistical way that they vote, how you cast your ballot, not to who, but how, uh, you shouldn't really act surprised when half the people who told you, fuck you, uh, use the method, the means they said they was going to use. And so, you know, uh, throughout the day on Tuesday, it became unclear who was going to win. Yeah. And then at some point, man, on your left, on your left, it was like the Avengers, man. It was like Thanos. Thanos was beating the shit out of them Avengers, B. Yeah. Hemming them up. Shit. You got losing seats in the house. Fuck. Uh, people in the Senate holding on to their seats, not flipping the Senate. God damn. It was red everywhere. And shit, man. And Thanos just running around with that big ass vibranium sword. Just stick with me, B. I know I'm doing some nerd shit. He's I fucking know. everybody up. Captain America trying to get with him. Captain America got the shield. He done fucked up the shield. Fuck. Man, it's in there. We trying to fight and scratch and claw. Thor done got knocked all the way the fuck out. I don't know where the Hulk is. And all of a sudden, Cap stands up. <laughs> Got the got the last ounce of what he got. He about to about to you know he's gonna go out on his feet, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm speaking, Mr. Vice President. I'm speaking, and all them portals opened up. Mail-in ballots fell out the goddamn sky. <laughs> Georgia, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> 
ballot, mail-in ballots. Here's a mail-in ballot. There's a mail-in ballot. You get a mail-in ballot. Man, and them numbers just started changing. Uh, I don't know where you were watching in the uh, watching your your what they call it the magic board. Yeah, where in real time, you know, you have the uh, the person at the board trying to calculate the vo- the votes, doing math. He doing math. They doing math. You doing math. And as we uh, as we lay late Tuesday night, ball game was still tied. We're not sure it was going to go. Wednesday, Sarah said, hey, man, what the fuck is going on in Georgia? What's going on there? That's weird. It's like as they went on Pennsylvania. Oh, shit, what's... Hmm. <laughs> no, first it was uh, Wisconsin, wasn't it? It was, it was another one further north. That was, that no, it was Wisconsin, Michigan, and... Uh, yeah. And Wisconsin, Wisconsin Michigan, those and... Those are the ones um, that turned first. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. They started really. flipping. It was like obvious, but Georgia and Pennsylvania were the shockers. Yeah. So, oh, well, he said he's going to build that blue wall, all right? And then Georgia is like, why can't they call Georgia? Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> I'm hearing that he has a, he says he has a shot. In, yeah, 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 whatever, nigga. All right. Yeah, Georgia, you got a shot. Okay. Right. All right. Sure. Okay. Okay. Big, big group. Okay. TI. We'll see. Um, and then Arizona couldn't get their shit together. It's like, why is the count frozen here? Why is it it's stuck at 88% all goddamn whatever? Right. And Wednesday came and people said, oh, you got a shot to win Pennsylvania. I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll see. Nigga. Then Thursday came. Thursday came like, wait a goddamn minute. Let me do some math here. If you just do the math out, where are these votes at? Atlanta. And all this blue shit. <laughs> you say we still missing a lot of votes from Atlanta? And, and Atlanta? Where they where them votes at? They they from they from uh, Jamie Max Hood. <laughs> right. Why didn't nigga tell me he voted two days ago? <laughs> <laughs> and be honest with Hood, why nigga said he voted too? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to count these shits. They count them right now, I guess. No, they're not counting them yet. We just we just got them sitting here, but but we already know. You know what I'm saying? If you ride to the streets of ATL, you already know who's in ATL. Say, well, shit. It ain't no red hat. This nigga's in trouble. <laughs> he's, in, he's, in, he's in trouble. And then you look at Arizona and Nevada. It's like, well, it's tight, but shit, they, they bluish. We'll see. Right. Arizona's like, well, it's tight, but you can't make fun of a dead man in his home, in his home state. It's probably going probably gonna to backfire on you. We'll see. Got a blue tent to it, at least. If not, yeah, blue, it's got a blue tent. Got a blue tent. So you made fun of their of their of their favorite son. It's probably not a good idea, from what I hear. Sources on the street say that uh, uh, that that McCain's uh, wife, Cindy McCain, was was campaigning, was running ads and shit. I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably a mistake. Wow, probably a mistake, nigga. I told you, I told you, your vote matters. Yeah, you did. You said it. Some years more than others, but it never didn't matter. The only way your vote is diluted is when other people agree that their vote doesn't matter and they don't cast it. Yeah, but, I told but, you. But this vote right here, nigga. This vote right here, nigga. I told you. They want you to think it doesn't matter, so you don't do it. They want you to think the system is bullshit, and a lot of it is. And we're going to talk about that too. They want you to think the system is bullshit. So you do not become part of the system because if too many of you Negroes start voting, if too many of you Latinos start voting, 
if you Native Americans who, you know, all of a sudden start voting, hmm, then the establishment has a problem. The establishment has a real fucking problem. The establishment has a problem when too many people who have been counted out. When I say counted out, I mean, don't worry about these guys. They're not going to vote. They don't care. Like, be honest. They know this system's not for them. I mean, shit, look at the Democrats. What they do for them? Nothing. What's the difference between them and us? I mean, we're just being straight with them. Fuck them. Well, the Democrats do. They lie to them. They don't do shit. These people are not going to get involved. We're good. We're good. We're good. They, they're not going to vote. They, yeah. When too many people whose voices have not been heard when too many people who were the last three years some change, people run up on talking cash money shit like it's 1960. Say, hey, wait a goddamn minute. This is not my preferred racism. This is not the racism I grew up with. This is my father's racism. No, I'm not ready for this. This is my grandfather's racism. No, I don't want that. I would, I'd like my racism the way it was before 2016. Can we have some more of that? When too many people that the system is not prepared to account for start voting. What does it mean to be a citizen of the United States? It means, in theory, but hypothetically, it means that every four years you get to speak and be heard as a citizen of the United States. The citizenship. Citizenship. Your, your, your participation in this great experiment, every four years, you get to say, hey, I like the way things are going down. Or B, I don't like the way things are going down. By casting a vote. And that's what people did in record numbers. Some showed up at the polls. Some showed up day of. Some showed up weeks before early voting. Some did mail-in. A lot did mail-in. Because, well, you know, there's a pandemic and the people's voices and rest assured it's not just in the states that are now blue or bluish it's all over yeah 75 million people casted a vote for uncle joe and auntie kamala kamala let me say it straight i forgive me baby kamala auntie kamala (laughs) smelling good looking good (laughs) fuck you doug don't at me Doug don't come for me Doug I didn't send for you and if you do come for me please rest assured understand I stay ready so I have to get ready she deserves better oh my um, God. <laughs> this guy 75 million the highest vote total in the history of these three United States 71 million and we're going to get to this later cast the ballot for Donnie Boy the second highest total of anyone in the history of these United States. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But as we said here today, yesterday, Philadelphia was projected is the uh, Joe Biden was the projected winner of Philadelphia. And as we sit here and talk today, Joe Biden is your president elect. And Kamala is your Vice President-elect, the first, first female to be a Vice President-elect, the first black female to be a Vice President-elect, 
the first Indian American female to be a vice president-elect, the first HBCU person to be a vice president-elect, the first AKA Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, skeet, but you know, I got balls, can't go that, can't go that high, to be vice president-elect. History was made, but I'm going to turn it over to you, be honest, because the real history some shit that I did not expect. Be honest, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I just wanted you to be part of the process. I did. Yeah. You know, I wanted, I just wanted you to be heard. I wanted you and Mac, Smooth, everybody in the Slack room, just be heard. I had no idea. I had no inkling that Georgia would look the way it does today. By the way, and just to be clear, Georgia is leaning Biden leading toward Biden by the slightest of margins. And it's going to be, and it's, there's a recount. We don't know how it's going to wind up, but right now that shit is bluish and no one saw that coming. So B, how do you feel? Tell, so that's enough of me pontificating and talking about all this other shit, you know, and we have time to talk about other stuff, but what I want to know, I don't want, I don't want to steal your thunder. Because, you know, I'm not trying to air you out, put you out there, but I know that for the longest time, and by the way, we're not talking about now the world is a better place when I hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Don't get it tangled and twisted. A lot of deals were made to get to where we are with Joe Biden and Kamala. And I don't think all the deals that were going to be made, everyone's not going to be happy. It's going to be too hard because 71 million people voted for Donny Boy. So B, all that being said, how do you feel about what happened in the last three or four days? I'm just going to let you go. I hate media. As you know, if you've been listening to this show, I hate voting. I hate the political process. I hate politicians. I hate politics. I hate government. I hate all this shit. But I was glued is probably the best word. I was glued to TV starting Tuesday afternoon. Even before the results started coming in, I was already watching because this one interested me. Um, being from Georgia, we're, we're, we've been red pretty much the whole time. And, you know, anybody who's been to Atlanta understands that 45 minutes in any direction, you're in an obvious red state. You know, there are flags flying and, you know, people saying get her done and stuff like that. Just the 45 minutes outside every, any direction. Um, so as the day progressed Tuesday, or not Tuesday, more like Wednesday, I guess, that's when it really became a realization that, um, oh wait a minute, this this isn't this isn't the this isn't the normal Georgia voting turnout. Uh, for the past few weeks, I've been getting at least four or five text messages a day telling me to reply yes to this if I need help voting. Um, get out and vote early. There's no reason to wait. You know, um, just in case there, there's tampering with the mail, make sure you go. I'm talking about four or five times a day, every single day for the past four weeks, and I was so fucking annoyed. By the text messages, but the beginning the beginning of the week, I just assumed that you know I was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna vote. Um, based off the last episode we had, you know, it had nothing to do with policy, had nothing to do with who I thought was a better president. It came down to me, and this is specifically for me. It came down to integrity. It came down to decency. And as much as you've heard me on this show. Try to find the silver lining or try to find the gray area or try to, you know, make, look at it from another perspective. There was no excuses that could be made for this dude. And so I basically decided that 
I was going to not vote for Trump. Whatever, you know, like I said, for the people who were kind of in the middle last week, I don't care if you, if you, um, I don't care who you vote for or whatever. If you're, if you're planning on voting for Trump, either don't vote or just vote for somebody else, but just, we got to get this dude out of office. So polling day comes, me and my wife decide that we're not going to mail in. We're not going to do the early thing. We're just going to go to the polling station. You know, because, you know, I, I've I've been told a million times that people have so much trouble voting. And I was like, this can't be real. Like, you know, who black doesn't have a fucking ID? This this is not a real thing. So just to be fair, I'm going to be 100% transparent. I'm not going to I'm not going to hide anything that happened because I want to make sure that, you know, I'm being honest and let you guys know my experience. So we pull up to the polling station, the one that we've been I've been registered at for years now, probably what, six years and um, as we're going in, there's somebody coming out. They're like, oh, there's like a there's like a, a greeting party outside of women, black women, a couple of white women, and they're just like so excited. Hey, I'm so glad you came. It's so one. And now I live in a black neighborhood, so they 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 know who's coming to vote here. They're so excited. There was a greeting party, just thanking us for getting up and coming out. As and a girl's coming out as we're going in, and they're like, oh, did you vote? Did you get a chance to vote? She's like, nah, I got to go to work, and the thing wasn't working a couple of times. I'm like, oh, fuck, so this shit ain't working. She's like, I, I can't. I got to get to work. So I'm like, uh-oh. That was the first thing. We get inside. We get up to the front. I put my ID. He's like, oh, you can do a provisional ballot here, but you're not registered to vote here. I'm like, what do you mean? I've been, vote- I've been registered to vote here for who knows how long. This is my polling station. And no, I've never voted here because I don't vote, but that's where my vote opponent says. So I thought maybe it was just me because I don't vote. Nope. My wife, same thing. You don't, you're not, you can do a provisional ballot. And I was like, what does that mean? Well, they're not going to count it immediately. It'll be something that it'll be set on the side. And if it needs it, then they'll go to it. I'm like, nah, I don't, not this time. You know what I'm saying? This time I don't want no provisional shit. I don't want no maybe ballot. I want an official ballot. I want to be able to see the receipt of me saying I voted this and this is what the result is. So Luckily, our, the polling station they moved us to is maybe a mile away. So we decided to pack up and go. That's two signs now. The first one was that somebody came out and couldn't vote because the card wasn't working. Two, they had decided just to change our polling station. Now, I'm not sure if Democrats or Republicans or who did that, but it was done. So we get in the car. We go to the other station or whatever. Um, we both go in. We do our voting. We come out, and uh, my wife is looking at me like she really wants me to tell her who I voted for. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, she had not listened to last week, so she didn't hear my proclamation. To mm. she didn't she didn't know anything about that, so she had no idea where I was going. And I'm gonna be very honest with you. At the end of last week, I felt like I cannot vote for Biden. I just don't agree with Democratic policy right now. I don't I don't necessarily want to vote for Trump, but I can't vote for Biden Harris. I just don't agree with these people. Nigga, did you vote for Kanye? <laughs> Hold on, man. Hold on. <laughs> you said you you said you're gonna give me time to tell my story. I did. You pontificated. You're right. I Let, did. <laughs> <laughs> so as late as last week, I was still like, oh my god, I can I can't bring myself to vote Biden Harris. So we were walking out of the polling station and my wife is looking over at me like with that look like, nigga, you're going to tell me who you voted for. Like, if this ain't going to be a family secret, we're not going to be able to just keep this one. She needs to know. Like, she, she was very felt, she took it very personally who I voted for and she wanted to know. So, so I said, yeah, you know, I didn't vote for Trump. I voted for Joe. And she's like, yeah, I figured you would. I figured you would. And um, we're having a little talk and it comes to my attention that she thought because at some point I had looked at the libertarian candidate who is Joe Jorgensen, a woman. So the whole time we're walking and talking, she's like, you know, she seems like, you know, okay, well, at least you didn't vote for Trump or at least you didn't, you, at least you did vote. That's what she was more concerned about, that, that I did vote for president as opposed to leaving it blank. Um, but it starts to dawn on me that she thought I voted for Joe Jorgensen. And so when I was like, no, nah, no, no, I voted for Biden. 
she like this excitement just came over her. And it, it felt like that was symbolic of what happened in the whole state. I felt like all those fucking tweets, all these commercials, everybody everywhere saying you got to vote. People text me that are friends and families. Hey, did you go vote? You know, I feel like that sentiment here in Atlanta or the Atlanta area mattered this time. And overwhelmingly, people got the fuck up and put their ballots in, whether they were early voting, they dropped them off, or they went to the polling station the day of, absentee ballots, whatever. Overwhelmingly, people who gave a fuck about integrity and decency got up and went and voted. Even some people who thought that they were going to vote for Trump didn't vote for Trump, obviously. Yes, there were a lot, but not enough to keep Georgia red. And even if it flips back the other way and they do the recount, I don't care because it's going to be close. And just the idea that we were that close means a lot to, uh, to speak. It speaks volumes to what Atlanta is to Georgia and what Atlanta is to the country. And it also speaks volumes to that fucked up, stupid ass fucking election of where Kemp beat Stacey Abrams. They need to look at that again. It's obvious to me. Can't. Now, I know, I know, but it's obvious to me now that as close as that was, I bet it wasn't even close. I bet it wasn't even close. Because overwhelmingly, Georgia stood the fuck up. And I don't, I don't, I don't care if, 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 if um, the policy wasn't right this time. I don't care if Democrats' policy are liberal, lean, left-leaning ideals and are just totally out of whack. I don't care about that right now. What I care about, though, is that there's not a madman sitting at the driver's seat. Well, it won't be for very much longer, hopefully. And that mattered to me. And so that's why, that, you know, that's my, my voting story. And as King Kunta has alluded to many times, I'm not the voting dude. I don't, I don't have any stock in politics at all. So for me getting up and doing that, that's big. But obviously, the rest of Georgia did too. That's all I got, man. Hey, man. That's, uh, it's, Astounding. Um, but what you're saying also highlights, first off, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's irregular for someone to say, oh, no, this isn't your polling place. You need to go there. Because your wife, uh, kid, she's, she's a voter. She's regular. I'm sure she knew where her polling place was. Yeah. So for you guys to be moved, no, that's, that's unusual. Different, bro. And, and, and for someone is to say, oh, no, yeah, do provisional. Yeah. No, that's unusual. Uh, well, in my opinion, that's unusual. Um, if you register to vote, you register to vote. Period. Uh, so I also agree with you 100%. Kemp did not win the election fairly at all. Didn't. Did not. And Stacey Abrams could have, you know, taken her ball and gone home. But she didn't. She stayed connected in Georgia. Shout out. And just like, um, good people of South Carolina and Representative Clyburn put Uncle Joe's uh, presidential campaign on, on, you put him on. Stacey Abrams put Georgia's blue shift on. And so it was amazing to see. And I, I mentioned the, the Avengers uh, earlier in the opening, because that's what it felt like. It felt like that this motherfucker is going to going to win again, 
he's going to win again, which means things are going to continue to turn into shit. And then the mail-in ballots started coming in and Georgia started counting its ballots and the ties started to shift in Pennsylvania and the numbers in Georgia started to shift and it was amazing. Now at first, at first like, okay, this is not going to, we'll see. Cause the worst thing is to get close to the finish line and not quite make it. Right. And for people like myself, we know what happened in 2016. So, you know, we, we you know, we Democrats, left-leaning Demo- Democrats like myself, he's like, all right, well, maybe, okay. Not going to count any, take anything for granted. Oh, nope, nope, nope. We're going to see. Uh, I've underestimated people before the power of, T- of, of Trump and his base before he gets people out from everywhere. And that's not what happened. Yeah. It's not what happened. Georgia is now so close that no matter what the final outcome is, if you want to win anything in Georgia, you must account for the African-American vote. Got to. You got to come see us. Period. Period. You have to go see about black people in Georgia if you're trying to win some shit in Georgia. Now, this Senate runoff, both senators got a... uh, pastor was a Warnock versus Warnock, yeah. um, uh, Leffler. Yeah, Le- Kelly Leffler, I think is her name. Maybe I'm wrong, but she was a she 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 uh, took someone's seat. Uh, I forgot who. Uh, she was appointed to that seat, and they're gonna have a runoff. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but Georgia needs Warnock to win that seat yeah. because you can't lose what you got. You can't lose what you got. And so B, you're probably going to get more text messages and we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. And then the other one, um, Ossoff versus, is it Purdue? Yeah, Purdue Ossoff. Yeah, Purdue is a piece of shit. He's the, your typical politician. Like you think of a politician and how, and B, you think of how you feel about a politician. That's, that's Purdue. <laughs> right. Yeah, what you think politicians are, regardless of what, that's Purdue. He's got a finger in this, a little insider trading here, you know, a little money under table there, a little, you know, he's under investigation for ethics, but he kind of made it out. You know, a little race baiting here, mis- purposely mispronouncing Kamala's name because it's funny. Right. That sort of shit. So I'm glad you had this experience, B, because I believe that you're going to take this experience with you through, throughout the rest of however much time we got on this on this thing. Because you now know, or you should know, that it was never it didn't count. It was if we could get enough of you people. What do you mean, you people? You know what I mean. To think your vote don't matter. Then we just sweep you to the side and do what we're going to do. Yeah. But now... You want shit done in Georgia. You better not be kicking people out of Sushi Umi because they got on <laughs> sneakers. Right. And if you get kicked out of Sushi Umi because you got on sneakers, you better say thank you to T.I. for getting involved on your behalf and don't, and don't be stupid about it. Yeah. And so that, that, that is uplifting to the culture and to the people you know, I, I don't like using the Wakanda word because yeah. Wakanda is not a real place. Right. But Atlanta is kind of very important. Yeah. 
in black culture is what Atlanta is supposed to have been the whole time. And maybe, and maybe we were just being uh, covered up by something, but this is, you're right. This is what it was supposed to have been. Yeah. And so, um, so we'll see what happens in Georgia, but what cannot be forgotten, glossed over is that our voices count if we stick together. Yeah. If we, if now, if some of us go back to thinking our voices don't count, like for example, if people say, okay, well, we did what we was gonna do, we came out, you know, Biden, we, we you know, Biden, you know, he's probably gonna win, and we came out. Don't stop there. Right. There's runoffs. One, there's a recount. We don't know how the recount's gonna go. Right. There's still some outstanding ballots, about eight thousand or so, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. But then you got the Senate race. Why is that important? B, you just said I don't agree necessarily with the liberal agenda. Okay, that's fine. But I do think you want something done. Is that fair? When, yeah, but when sure, you yeah. want someone to be able to do something, right? Absolutely. If, if both of those Senate seats in Georgia are, are go Republican, do you know what the impact of that be? Uh, that means that the Senate is, is, is uh, Republican run. It's, they that means the that the thing stays the way it is. That yeah. means that Mitch McConnell does whatever the fuck he feels and whatever the fuck he likes, which means no laws can be can be passed or changed. It's all in Mitch McConnell's hands. Whatever the fuck the House does, the House of Law seats, by the way, is still leaning Democratic, but only by less than single digits. Whatever uh, Biden wants to do, whatever the House wants to do, it's not going to happen unless Mitch McConnell wants it to happen. Why is that important? That means it's going to be deadlock gridlock yeah. for the next four years. That that means nothing's going to change. Now, you may not want things to change. B, you may, you may not you may be leading that way. As far as policy, we're not talking about an idiot every day. But if you want any policy to change, one way or the other, there cannot be deadlock. Right. Because right now, nothing can be done unless someone either gets it close enough to where people have to make deals to get things done or both seats go one way. And so, you know, you guys in Georgia, you've got work to do. You got to, these Senate races are important. Yeah. It's not just good enough to do Biden. Okay, Biden's the president now. Okay, so now you don't have to worry about him tweeting out stupid shit. I don't even know if, if Uncle Joe knows how to tweet. Probably not. You don't have to worry about Uncle Joe doing, moving our military assets around in a dumb way. He's not going to do that shit. Can I say something, Kunta? Was that? I didn't think it would matter to me to hear the president or the president elect or the vice president elect say that they're the president for all people and that they're ready to unify as opposed to separate. I didn't think that would mm-hmm. matter to me, but I have to admit it brought me a little bit of joy to hear them say that. I appreciate you saying that, B. And the sad thing about what you just said. Is that literally, literally, literally every president before Donald Trump says the same thing. Right. Literally. It's a thing you say. It's what's called a norm. So all these people, I, he, I like him because he doesn't, he's not, he's going to break the norm, man. He's going to do things. I want to see him shake it up. Decency. Decency. And, you know, let's, and so, so that's Georgia. You've got the Senate race now. 
if those two seats go red, then these next four years, not a lot of shit's going to get done. Yeah. This, uh, you know, we got another round of, of care act pandemic relief that needs to be get gotten out to working class people. It's not going to happen. Right. Not going to happen. Not going to happen unless one or both of those seats go blue. So Georgia, my, my people on Georgia, it's not done. Well, yeah, it's, it's not, not, it's not, it's, it's especially not done because we actually, um, from what I remember, the, the, the Republican side was leading by a little bit. They just didn't get 50%, which is the rule. Yeah. So they're, we're, the Democrats are still a little bit behind. So that yes. means that even more people need to come out this time than did for the, even the presidential election, because as it stands right now, Republicans are leading by a, a slight, a little bit. The rule well, in I don't really, I don't really care about those leftist uh, Democrats. Okay, fine. But if those, both those seats go red, Georgia, nothing is going to happen in this country the next four years. Your Congress, your Senate, Uncle Joe, nothing really meaningful can happen. Do you really want your 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 representatives, your senators, and the president not able to do anything? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I I, I would I would presume that the answer is no. I would presume that you would want somebody to be able. I presume that she would want enough power moved so that people have to work together. And one person can't just say, fuck it. No, we're not moving. Cause right now that's what McConnell has done and is going to do. The only, the only things he's not done that on is judge placement. That's it. Other than judges, McConnell generally says, fuck it. No, not doing it. I don't want to. You're engaging me right now, man. Cause I honestly don't know what I want. I hadn't even thought about it. I hadn't considered it. I hadn't considered what Senate or Democrat, I mean, uh, Republican or Democrat Senate um, holding that, that position meant for the entire country. I hadn't even considered it. So, so McConnell is basically running the country. So I, I know that sounds crazy. I know you think Trump was running the country. You know, the things that Trump has done politically, laws and things of that nature. Almost everything that he's done politically, policy, can be undone by Joe Biden. The things that can't be undone politically, policy, are the judicial appointments. Everything else other than judicial appointments, McConnell has said, fuck it, I don't want to, not going to happen. He's laughed at people saying he is the grim reaper of all things that come from the Congress. He will not allow things to be voted on. If things stay the same as they are now, McConnell may be able to block Joe Biden from getting his own cabinet because the Senate votes on whether or not someone should be. Remember, we did the Betsy Davos a long time ago. B, you remember that? Yep. She got a rubber stamp because 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 the Senate, you know, gave the president what he wanted. So now you got a Democratic president. You've got a slightly leaning Democratic House of Representatives, but you still have the Senate who who is the important check on all of this. So you have to make it so that one or both these seats turn blue in Georgia if you want anyone to do anything about anything whose name is not Mitch McConnell. One man is controlling American policy. One man. 
And I got news for you. McConnell doesn't give a shit about you. He gives a shit about judicial appointments. That's it. He laughed during his debate when it was brought up that he had stopped or refused to have heard relief packages. He laughed when he was accused of adjourning the Senate immediately after, you know, impaneling, uh, appointing, uh, approving uh, Justice Amy Comey Barrett. He laughed at this shit because he doesn't give a fuck about people. He's, you can look Mitch McConnell up. He said his legacy is, is conservative judges. That's his legacy. That's the only thing he gives a shit about. Fuck everybody else. So Georgia, you got work to do. We'll see how it shakes out. Regardless of whether the state stays blue, I would I would say that one one or both these Senate seats, it's imperative they go blue so that people have an incentive to try to get shit done in the next four years. If that does not happen, then gridlock. Um, so that's Georgia. Philadelphia. Wow. <laughs> Philadelphia is the thing. Is Philadelphia was has the electoral votes that says, hey, we're glad to have you, Georgia. Maybe you'll stay blue. Right. Uh, or maybe you'll stay red. Or Arizona, it'd be nice to have you. Nevada, it would be nice to have you. Neither side can win without Philadelphia. Right. And if Uncle Joe wins Philadelphia, Georgia don't have to stay blue. I mean, obviously, we just talked on why the Senate seats can't be that way or there's gridlock. But Philadelphia is 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 alpha and omega in this race. And Philadelphia, last I checked, has 37, almost 40,000 votes in favor of Uncle Joe. So what's happening now? Trump won't concede. Of course not. He said he wouldn't. Yeah, we knew this. He said that mail-in was bullshit. He might have literally said mail-in is bullshit. Like, he might have literally used those words. Yeah, maybe. I would be surprised if he didn't. He may have actually said that. Um, he already told us that, that uh, we need to stop the counting. He tried to stop the counting on Tuesday. Stop the counting on Wednesday. Stop the counting where I'm losing in Georgia. Stop counting in Philadelphia. But keep counting in Arizona, where I might be winning. I might come back in Arizona. Keep counting there. Don't, don't count here. Stop counting votes here. Not here. Here is bad. Because I'm losing here. I don't like that. But over here, keep counting. I'm winning here. Must be good. Must have good processes here, because I'm winning. I'm winning. This is his legal strategy. Uh, Joe Biden has been on the networks, the media outlets have all projected that Biden is going to keep Pennsylvania. That's ballgame. It's game over. It's game over. Uh, there are seven active lawsuits that are, that are being uh, advanced by Trump right now with more filings tomorrow. In Philadelphia, I believe he's claiming that there was not uh, enough access for people to watch the vote counting. Right. Despite the fact that in each of these places you have a Republican and a Democrat counting the, you know, both watching 
he wanted more people inside. Right. And then he's got, you know, some outstanding ballots. You got some ballots that came in uh, after, was it 5 or 8 p.m. on Tuesday? He wants those thrown out. Now, the problem with that, be honest, those votes, they're only maybe 1,000, maybe 5,000 max. I told you Biden's up by 37,000. Right. He wants to take that to the Supreme Court. Okay, let's say you win. Biden's still beating you by 20,000. It's just a delay tactic. Well, what about Arizona? In Arizona, we have declarations in Arizona that say that, you know, this one gentleman who works for the Postal Service, he received ballots after the cutoff time, and he is going to write a declaration under penalty of perjury saying that his boss told him to hand him the ballots, and then they changed the times to backdate them for the, for the day before. Let's just pretend that was true, B. That's what we call in the legal industry an isolated incident. Right. You need systemic fraud. You need systemic, the whole system is fucked. That's what you need if you're Trump. Isolated instances, localized incidents, not good enough. Nevada, same thing. Localized incidents. We've got someone who's going to, we have a lady who's, who's saying that, that she, um, she uh, turned in her ballot and it was rejected and, and it was taken from her. And, and, and she says that she was not allowed to vote and that was not her real ballot. Craziness. Yeah. Craziness. That's not her signature. Okay. Well, secretary of state, other people personally spoke with her personally, looked at the ballot and said, Oh, this actually, this matches the signature we have on file for you. Okay. So the focus is Pennsylvania. That's the focus. You've got a 37 something thousand vote lead. Biden doesn't have to win Georgia. He doesn't have to win Arizona. He doesn't have to hold on to Nevada. Right. Pennsylvania is it. Came over. Came over. Well, the Supreme Court has told them to set aside these, these votes. Okay, you don't have 30,000 worth of votes that have been set aside that you claim came in after the cutoff. You don't have 30,000. You might have 1,000. You might have 5,000. You don't got 30,000. Right. It's game over. He won't concede. He won't concede. It's the right thing to do. Of course. But, hey, you know what? You want to have your day in court? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Have your day in court. That's fine. You know what? Have your day in court. That's fine. But don't be tweeting out that this election was stolen. Right. Don't don't tell your your followers, oh, they're taking this from us. Look what they're doing to us. Why is this not okay? I just told you the house lost seats. I just told you the Senate is so close, it's probably gonna stay in Republican control, McConnell's control. State houses have been lost that were held by Democrats. So if there's all of this cheating, why would the Democrats make it so that the only person that would benefit, the only person that would not benefit from this cheating would be Donald Trump? Fishy. Why, 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 would, why would it they agree to lose house seats? State houses. 
Senate seats, they didn't flip it. They almost flipped them. No, they didn't flip almost most of the seats they thought were vulnerable. They didn't win them. That chick from uh, from Maine, Susan Collins, that talks like she's got Alzheimer's and she may or Parkinson's. She won her seat. Yeah, Dem- she kept it. Democrats got railed on the um, on the other elections. And there's reasons for that. And B, you're going to like the reason. The reason B is that this country is not far left. But it's not far right either. There we go. This country's in the middle. Yeah. On policy. We're talking about policy here. Right. Yeah, 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 definitely. All, you know, the racial inequality, that's, that's, you know, you, if you listen to black on both sides, we've handled that. Okay. One thing is for certain. Two things is for sure. 75 million people voted for Joe Biden. 71 million people voted for Donald Trump. Is there a mandate on where we may be going as a party? Maybe. But 71 million people are not going to disappear. B just told you people, hey, I don't know about these Democratic. I don't know about the Democratic uh, platform. I don't know about that. I just know that this dude right here. Not this nigga. That's tweeting every day this bullshit. That's doing this bullshit with foreign policy. That's talking greasy about our troops. This nigga right here. Not him. That's hanging out with Putin, talking, talking, you know, talking nice about Putin. I don't understand this dude right here. Not that guy. He got to go. Got to go. Where is his policies? Well, good thing for he didn't run any policies. So it ain't about that. This, <laughs> this, this is just, he didn't. I'm not joking. He didn't. Yeah. He build, never enunciated a policy. Build the wall. That was it. Build the no, wall. That, but that's last year, B. Oh, that's yeah, last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had no, no, no new policies for this year. None. Yeah, I get what None. you're saying. I get what you're saying. He, he didn't. None. He didn't, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't promising anything. He wasn't. It was just, hey, I'm here. We know yeah. we're going to win. We're stronger than It's them. me. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> It's so big, next year it's yeah. gonna be more me us man me i mean us <laughs> through me but me i mean you all right but mostly me i mean look at me i mean look at you through me but mostly me i've never been like you on on this more than i'm now fuck donald fuck that nigga man i don't i don't care man it's just it's you you're right it is you it's you and it can't be no longer so so you know so let's let's talk about what this really is about it's not about aoc and that Green New Deal, it's not going to fucking happen now. Right. It's not. We're not ready. We're not ready. It's not going to happen. You know, talk about fracking. Okay, yes, some of that's going to stay. Yeah. This thing, the thing about this election being close and almost everywhere else is that that means we're going to have to do that shit we used to do before 2016. B, you remember what that, what that was? What politicians used to do before 2016? <laughs> I, I think I know, but I'd rather hear you say it. Yeah, they had, hey, man, I'd like this. Well, I don't want you to have that. Okay, well, what will you give me for that? Well, maybe I'll give you this. Negotiate. Okay, well, will you take that? Yeah. Mm, how about this? That's a tight deal, man. I don't know. Let me take it back to my people and see. Right. Since 2016, it's like, I'd like this. Fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. No, I said, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you and your mama. My mama, nigga. <laughs> And I would, I would argue that that's why Uncle Joe is the man of the hour, because Uncle Joe, his entire life has been built on the premise of, hey, I'd like to do this. Can you help me? Oh, you can't? Well, why not? Well, what can I do to move you there? Oh, that's tough. Let me go talk to this person. This is what we can do. Working across the aisle. 
sacrifice, give and take. Not to mention that he's a, he's a little bit, you know, he's 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 moderate. He's not he's not very far 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 left. He's moderate. You know who else was fucking moderate? Moderate. You know the last Democrat Democratic presidential candidate that that won and was moderate? Obama. Yeah, that nigga went left. Nah. That nigga was that nigga was leftish. Yeah, a lefty. Leftish. He you know he's left-handed. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, he's leftish. He he feels what you're talking about. He can see how you got there. Right. He hopes that one day a world can exist where maybe what you wanted that might could happen, but he still realized he has to work in the one he lives in. Right. You know, Kamala. <laughs> that's another funny thing. She's also leftish. Yeah. Barely. She sometimes. ain't left. Sometimes barely. Kamala leftish. was the prosecutor. Right. Kamala was the top cop in the state of California, Attorney General. She's she's leftish. Yeah, she's lived in this world. She knows that there are systemic uh, injustice. She understands. Is she going to defund everything? No, the fuck, she's not. Right. She ain't going to do that. Uh, is she going to say, "Hey, man, uh, let's get rid of all this oil"? No, no, right. no, no. Right. And that's not what this country wants. It's not. We're not there yet. So, people, we don't have to talk to each other. Listen to that. Though. And listen to that. Though we have to talk to each other, and I, that really, that really feels like that. That's a, a that feels like something that can be done. And again, I, I, as the days and the minutes and the hours, all of it goes by. I don't. I didn't think I was going to have that much joy in just hearing something simple like that. Like I feel like you know, you you and I talk offline a lot about compartmentalization and about um, you know putting things in places where they can't bother us for right now while we deal with other things. I really believe that even though we were doing this show and talking about it on a weekly basis, I had compartmentalized all the fuck shit, all the fuck boy mentality. All the fuckery, I had compartmentalized it. So I didn't know that I was going to take so much joy or get so much joy from hearing simple things like unification and talk about it, negotiate. I didn't think that I would, but I'm, I'm honestly moved just by you saying that. And it's, that's ridiculous. It sounds, it sounds so ridiculous that I'm moved by that, but I am. That's how far we lost our way with this. I'm not even going to call it the Republican Party. It's not. It was the part, it's the party of Trump, and it's not dead yet. It's the party of Trump. Yeah. Is that somehow along the, somewhere along the lines, we forgot something. We forgot that we were Americans. Somewhere along the line, these last four plus, because it wasn't just the last four years, we forgot that, hey, these are politics. These are policy disagreements we have. But at the end of the day, we're Americans. At the end of the day, hey, we're still trying to move this ball down the field together. We're a team. At the end of the day, we're a team. I may not like your ass, but we are on the same team. I might be mean to you, but nobody else better be mean to you. Right. We're a family. I might, you know, I might, you know, tell you about yourself every now and then, but don't let nobody else do it. Don't nobody else better say shit about Miss Jenkins. Right. We lost that. We lost that. And what you're describing be about relief. You know, a lot of people feel that way. And I have people like myself and I'm going to hazard other people who felt marginalized feel joyful because this country 
and how it speaks to minorities was going backwards and to a very and, and ugly immigrants. time. Don't forget immigrants. And immigrants. Minorities, immigrants, less stands, different, the have-nots. People were being empowered to be really evil to people. And they're and still there. It is, but once Trump and his rhetoric no longer has the, the bullhorn of the presidency of the United States and the seal of the United States behind him. That's that, that makes a difference. B, do you know there were celebrations in France, Germany, and London yesterday? Did you, did you know that? Did you see that? I did not. I think France shot off fireworks. I didn't know that. Our allies are happy that Joe Biden is the president-elect. Think about that. Our allies, people who fuck with us, remember back when W said, I need a coalition of the willing? The coalition of the willing. NATO, all that shit. Now, I know B, you and I went back and forth on that. Right. So just humor me. I will. They're saying, shit, man. Goddamn, America. We was worried about y'all asses. Y'all got fucking weird. Hopefully that shit was just a phase. By the way, let me hold twenty dollars. <laughs> no, but I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I didn't have to do that. I mean, I don't know why I said it. I don't know why I said that. But uh, <laughs> you know why you said it is <laughs> the argument we've been having. <laughs> let me hold something real quick. Fuck, nigga, we five minutes into this elect. Not, he's a president elect. He's not even the president yet. Hey, Bro, man. But I really need it, man. My mama need got a surgery coming up, and like, it's like hey, when this shit, when is this shit final, final? So can you like loan me something right now? Right. I got holler at you after January. <laughs> Goodness, don't worry about it right now. I'm just, just asking. Um, yeah, man. So you have our allies. When have you? What's B? When's the last time you heard of the allies giving a shit about who won our election? Yeah, you're right. Giving a shit. Why? Because you know what you get with the Americans. Yeah. Yeah, it don't shake. It, the world don't move unless we shake it. Yeah. yeah, we put our dick on the table. But you know what? Usually, when you want shit done, you got to go holler at America. Yeah. But these last four years, you come holler at America, America's like, hey, man, what you got for me? It's a nice chain. <laughs> it's my chain, punk. Oh, you? Oh, it's not, not my chain? Shit. Huh. <laughs> you say what now? Sorry, I can't hear you. Prison yard oh, I get rules. It. Yeah, I guess. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna let you go. That's the. That's. I got some on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get back to you. Wait, you're not gonna do what? Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know if you knew this, but we had about forty thousand troops on your border. Yeah, they' about to come home. Good luck with Russia. That sort of shit. We had turned under Trump and his administration into a transactional country, meaning what can you do for me? No moral compass. What can you do for me? I don't like that. No, we're not doing that. What, what can you do for me? Yeah. Oh, for the good of the world? Nah. <laughs> this is the world right here. So it's amazing. Uh, that our allies are happy. And one of the reasons because they know Joe. 
Joe was on a chair of the defensive uh, committee as a senator. He's he's gone with these allies. He's been on these, you know, he's he's been all over these uh, geopolitical war zones we've had. He's a known known, and more importantly, he's he's what we've usually been as America. Yeah, we have our bullshit. Yeah, we gonna maybe destabilize some shit here and there, but on 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 balance, we're supposed to be the good guys. And so, you know, that's where it is. Uh, Putin hasn't said shit. I figure, you know, Putin's like, you know, Putin's probably like, you know, you go to Vegas or you go gambling and you hit. Like, shit, man, I hit big. All right. Okay, cool. You know, I'll play one more game. And you don't hit in that last game. All right, shit, I'm going to cut my losses. Got what I, you know, I'm up. I'll let you. That's Putin. I'm up. I'll let you shit, you know. Oh, who won? Joe, that motherfucker. All right, it's okay. It's okay. I'm up. I'll holler at you. Yeah. Let me go holler at these Syrians real quick. Check out these oil fields. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm go collect my go holler at this trap over here. I'm cool. So this is a great sigh of relief for me. For some people, you know, that relief is joyful and it should be. Um you can now look to your children and say, hey, man, you know, when I tell you it's important to treat people the way you want to be treated, when I tell you that um, you should try to be a good person, when I tell you it's important to tell the truth, when I tell you you should believe doctors and science, Not Dennis. I don't have to, as a parent, be contradicted every goddamn day by the person in the most important job in this country. You know, B, I don't think we've talked about this, but it, I have a five-year-old, five-year-old, I'm sorry, six-year-old. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing that we have is whenever she does something that's dishonest or selfish, we understand that that's being like Trump. And that she doesn't want to be like Trump. Ooh. Imagine that shit, man. Yeah. The president, even if you don't look up to him, he's got to stand for something. Yeah. He's got to stand for some sort of shit that's supposed to be good about this country. And if you don't like Joe Biden, that's fine. But one thing you can't say is that he's an unlikable motherfucker. You can't say that shit. Right. You can say he's old. You can say he's past his prime. You can say that, you know, maybe he's a bit Pollyannish about, you know, getting people to work together because that time has passed. But what you can't say is he's an asshole. Right. You can say, oh, a long time ago, he's on the wrong side of some shit. But that's what happens when you've been in politics 40 something years. That's what fucking happens. Yeah. You roll the dice on some shit and that shit turns craps out. You got to change with the wind. That's what politicians do. There are no perfect politicians. Every last one of them has a problem and is beholden to somebody. Yeah. Somebody you probably would not be happy. You found out that they were beholden too. That's how it goes. Yes, this includes my forever president because the bombs didn't stop. Camp X-ray didn't close down. Anyway, the president's got to be a symbol of something and that something can't be dicks out. Fuck everybody dicks out. I like that man. His dicks out. He's like, fuck it. Fuck it, man. That's what I like about Trump. Those are the fuck he wants. That's what you want to teach your kids? Nah. It's not what you want to teach your kids. 
Is it funny to say? Maybe, but that gets old quick. All right. So I've seen people dancing in the streets. I've seen the memes. B, you've seen the memes. You are about to lose your job. (laughs) Seen that shit. I literally saw a Native American get out of a goddamn truck in the middle of a street and get his walk on. Not a sea walk, because they don't do that shit, but the Native American walk. Because everybody has felt, has, has been concerned that this shit is going the wrong way. This shit is going to a dark place for people who are not white and don't have money. But at least certainly not white are taking a little bit of an easier breath. Recognizing 71 million motherfuckers voted for this dude still. So we ain't there. We're not as bad as we thought we were. But we're not as good as we hoped we could be yet. Well, there's something right there, though. There's still something right there. So this is what is bothersome. Republicans have a really tough job, but they got to get on it. They have to make sure that they are able to reclaim the party because as it stands right now, 71 million people are Trump supporters. Now, that doesn't mean, I'm not saying there's 71 million racists. I'm not saying there's 71 million uh, white nationalists or not neo-Nazis or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying there's 71 million people who were willing, for whatever reason that may be, maybe they're just diehard Republicans. Maybe they just don't like Democrats. Maybe they just, they've been told their whole life that they're supposed to be Republican. Maybe they, they don't understand some of it. Regardless, though, 71 million people right now voted for Trump. Republicans They're saying, hey, all this stuff, not a deal breaker. That's what I'm saying. So now Republicans have a tough job because they are going to have to reclaim those some of those millions. They need to figure out how many people voted for Trump and how many people voted for Republican. They need to determine that very quickly because I believe that if they're able to segment the people who were Trump supporters and the people who were Republicans, that serves to make this the whole country breathe another sigh of relief. That's the second side. So the first side was get this fuck boy out of office. The second side, though, the other foot is to to find out how many people that actually did vote for him because we cannot we cannot discredit the fact that he was the second highest voted president of all time. No, you can't. We have to make sure, yeah, so the Republicans have a a job to do, in my opinion. They need to immediately, they need to immediately parse the data, and they need to find out, okay, y'all, this guy's not here anymore, but but they have to do it smart, because see, they, they can't give up, they can't give up the ones that did vote for Trump just for Trump. They have to figure out a way to still save the party. So this is very difficult for them. I'm not feeling for the Republicans right now, but the rest of the world needs them to go ahead and do that shit because if they don't determine who the hell was really a Republican, who was really a Trump supporter, everybody everybody else has a problem with that. Well, B, I'm glad you think that. And I'm glad the good people of Georgia think that because that is the case study. That is the case study. The Republicans have to figure out what the fuck happened in Georgia and why. Yeah. Period. For all these other states, Texas, my home state, that almost turned blue but didn't quite make it, they will also look to Georgia and say, what happened here? How do we do it? The Republicans, what happened there? How do we make sure that doesn't happen here? Because we're on the verge. We're on the verge of being a Georgia. How do we not do So your home state is now the case study. What is going on here? What do we need to do here? For years, we've known the Republican Party as a minority problem. They do. 
they admit it. They have to. They have not figuring out how to grow the party, and they have to do that because the party before Trump is different than the party now. And the party now is right. not going to survive Trump leaving. Somebody said that Trump's going to start a media group if he ever gets out. And I'm like, with what money? But that's all the conversation. So we as a nation are going to have to look at how we treat each other, how we talk to each other, what we're trying to get, the politicians specifically, how, how we have to start going back to making deals. And the black, vo- the black uh, vote, this is black on both sides, the brown vote, the Latino vote, the Native American vote. These are now some shits that's got to be taken into account, and that is a good fucking thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, no monopoly. Trump is like, well, we did good in Florida. Okay, those are Cuban Latinos. They have different views on shit. Yeah. What about Arizona and Nevada? Those are different Latinos. How'd you do with them? Don't know yet. And, what about and, New Mexico? Kunta, Kunta, I don't know if the listeners know this or not. Maybe they're a little younger than us. In yours and my lifetime, Arizona did not recognize Martin Luther King's birthday as a holiday. Mm-mm. Even though it was federal, they did not recognize this motherfucker. And now 2020, still in our lifetime, it's a blue state. That is amazing. That's amazing shit. I don't care if you if I don't care if you, if you don't agree with Martin Luther King being a, a leader or whatever. It's amazing that there was a time in our lifetime that it was not recognized and now it is and it's now a blue state as well. Change has happened some in a lot of places. Yeah. Because that's how the country is moving. The country is moving a direction. Now, for people like me, it's not moving in the direction with as much progress as I thought it did. And quite frankly, had it, Trump would have never been president, to be honest. We will be honest with each other. Had the country really been where we thought the direction it was going to be, Trump would have never been president. I think that I think that a lot of people were fooled by the economics, the businessman thing. I think a lot of people were like, "Hey, man, like Trump said, which is crazy as fuck." He's like, "Hey, what ha- what have, what has voting Democrat done for you in the past?" A lot of people bought that. A lot of people thought that he was going to come in and be able to run the shit like a business, and that was going to make sense. What they didn't count for was him, all the little jokes and, and insults he did in the, in the in the in the primaries. They didn't know that was coming too. And I think that the first time it had had we reelected Trump. Then we would have yeah. a, a serious, serious everybody problem. But the fact that it was so diverse and so split, I think that most of America is like, nah, man, fuck that. And I think there's still a huge part of America that's, that's, that's buying it. But there's such a big group of people that say, nah, fuck that. I think it's different this time, and I think that needs to be said. I don't think that everybody who voted for Trump the first time voted for him because of the stuff that, that happened. They, didn't ha- they had no idea. Yeah, so he got a lot of fuck it votes. Last time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what's yeah. the worst that can happen? Yeah, Let's that's, try it. that's what I'm saying. He's an outsider. What do you got? But that's not where we are today. Now we have four years of knowing what he's done and who he is. And it turns out to be exactly who he was in the primary. We, we've learned a little bit more about how he really thinks about people of color, I guess. But again, all of that was in, the pri- was, was in his candidate Trump my four Angela, years ago. He's, my Angelo says, uh, if somebody tells you they are, believe him. Believe him the first time. So right now, November 8th, 2020, we have uh, Joe Biden as the president-elect. There are seven active litigations. There's probably going to be some more filed tomorrow. Uh, It doesn't seem there's a lot of support for fraud. 
but he's going to litigate this out. Uh, Trump has refused to concede. This is not surprising. Trump has not invited Biden to the White House. This is not surprising. Uh, <laughs> CNN has reporting that Melania and Jared Kushner are floating the idea with him that he's lost. Um, but I know he knew he lost because B, you do you know where Trump was when he found out Pennsylvania got called for Biden? Where? He's golfing. And so he was golfing at his, at, at his uh, golf club in, in Virginia. So on his way back, um, people had broken out into parties. <laughs> so as he's, he just found out he lost, lost. And he's driving back in and they got to clear people out who are partying. And he's looking at all the people celebrating his loss. Is that <laughs> okay. that picture of him sitting in the back seat out yeah. looking out the window? Yeah. Oh, that yes, picture exactly is priceless. One. Yeah, that shit it's is like, priceless, man. Yeah, he cried in the car. He cried. In the absolutely, car. he cried. He absolutely yeah. cried. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so, um, so you've got, as we sit here today, you've got some Republicans who are telling him to fight. You got reporting that Kushner's trying to tell him he may have lost, but you also have other reporting that Kushner's telling him he should fight it out. Um. Mark Meadows, uh, White House uh, Chief of Staff, is supposedly somebody that's saying, hey, you should go ahead and fight it out. Republicans who have come out and said, this is over, Mitt Romney. Okay, Mitt Romney is from twenty is pre-2016 uh, Republican, and he has not lost that. He never drank the Trump Kool-Aid. Mitt Romney is, is the throwback. He's the Republican that... Uh, who's, who wants to talk about policies. I can right. respect policy differences. Right. Um, you, you got, had Chris you got, Christie. Go ahead, Chris Christie, who's saying that Trump put up or shut up. If you don't got it, don't drag the country through this. Yeah. Um, you've got okay. Former President W. Don't say shit about shit. <laughs> don't ask me. Right. I put I put in my time. Right. Y'all, y'all didn't give a y'all y'all didn't treat y'all treated me poorly. Yeah, you said I was dumb. Some nigga threw a shoe at me. Right. Um, every time I I mispronounced something, you fucked with me. You blame me for nine eleven. You act like I had control of what Dick Cheney was doing. I didn't know what that nigga was doing until it was too late. Um, he don't say shit. He congratulated uh, Joe Biden today. Of course he did. That's what you're supposed to do. Did you um did you get a chance to watch CNN at all during the um shit? <laughs> Short answers, yes. Okay. So did you have It's on right now and I almost muted you to listen to some shit earlier. <laughs> but I didn't because I couldn't figure out how to turn my mic off and turn it back on without fucking up the show. <laughs> so there has to be there has to be some shout out given to Rick Santorum, who basically sat across from the a, a group of people who were trying to give it to him almost on every opportunity. Um I think that there was a point where I, you're right. I'm right. What? What you about to say? You're right. He did it. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mind you, he's kind of switched gears. Yeah, but because still. that was a mo- that was the time of honesty. Yeah, but he's on he's on CNN. He's on the basically the quote unquote enemies broadcast portal, 
and he's, and he's w- not done with politics. He's going to run again. He's just waiting for a chance to run again. Right, he's so, a former senator. So he's not just winging it. He's not just throwing shit out at, against the wall. He has a responsibility to make sure that he's upholding the Republican values and the Republican side of this. But he came there and he faced those bullets. And he, he he kept the level head, even when Van Jones is, is is saying, my people, what you mean by my, that kind of stuff. He still sat there and he took all that, that defeat, even when it was obvious Trump was getting his ass whooped. He sat there and he took it. And I just really, really hope that as much as he did disagree with him on some, some things about whether or not he should litigate and whether or not he should follow up on the, um, the claims of fraud, because he, he kind of he bounced back to that. We're like, well, you know, let's at least see what he's got. He bounced back to that. But even though I, th- I still think I'm hopeful that the new Republican Party post-Trump is more like Rick Santorum than it is like Ooh, I'm not gonna say that shit. Uh, as far as That's far, nasty. I'm as, not gonna say as that. As far man. as as far as as far as being willing to come to the table, as far as willing to hear out the other side, man, that that was good to hear to see Ooh, that. B, I don't you don't listen to Rick Santorum off much do you? you better, I don't know much about no, Rick let's, Santorum. Let's just stick with with uh let's just stick with Mitt Romney B. That's probably a safer course. That's probably what you if you dig into it, you're probably gonna be more Mitt Romney. Don't I, I don't don't, don't don't plant your flag on Rick Santorum. I'm, I'm he, he will let you down. Flag. I'm not planting my flag. I'm just saying that what I witnessed, because I don't know much about him. However, based on what I saw that that week for that week. I like the fact that he was willing to come to the table and listen and and be part of it and be present. You know what I'm saying? To me, that said, that spoke something. So I don't know. I don't know. Of course, because I don't we're know. Americans. Right. Because at the, we're this is the democratic process. We are. This is the shit we were taught in school. This is what makes us different. This is what made us first. This is what made us first and different. The great experiment. Yeah. Every four years, you each citizen in this country. Has the opportunity, or is supposed to have the opportunity, you know, if they have their proper ID, if they're at the right polling place, if they maybe need to do that provisional ballot. But you have the opportunity, on paper, you have the ability to have your voice heard, and then we count. And the person with the most takes it here, and then that state has a certain amount of electoral votes that are supposed to go to the person that won the most in that state. Now, I believe one day it should only be the popular vote. It's got to go. That's got to go next. But it's, I, I, I don't know if you and I will see that. Yeah, maybe not, but it's, it, it needs to happen. Because this will now be uh, the, the Republicans have not won the popular vote in quite some time, B. Did you know that? The Republican president, I didn't can, know that. presidential candidate, has not won the popular vote in a long, long time. W didn't win the, the popular vote? No. Oh, wow. Not the first time or the second time. Yeah, well, and the, that the second seems time was, wrong. <laughs> the second time was, 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 no, the first time. Which was first the one time. where they redid Florida? That was the first, first time? First time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't win that one. He didn't win the second. So, so B... That seems wrong, but there's a lot of things that would have to move to change that. And I don't believe you and I are going to see that. Right. But that would seem to make the most sense. The person to lead the country is the person that most Americans said should lead the country. Right. That's not how it works. Not how it works. Yeah. So oh. when they give you the popular account, that's just some shit to say. Yeah. There's no, by the way, he's, he's had by, you know, 4 million votes in case you're wondering, in case you're out there, in case you're checking out there, food for thought. Right. 
but we have the electoral college system. Uh, so, so that's where we are, B. Um, there's going to be lawsuits this week. We'll see how long it goes. Some people have said he's going to fight it until he can't. No more. I believe that. Some people said he's going to try and give it a week. Maybe two. What we know is that at some point in December, these states have to uh, certify and send their electors, their, the, the people with their electoral votes, to certify the election. Some uh, Early December, I believe. That has to happen on a timeline for us to be able to have the inauguration stay on track. The inauguration is going to stay on track because that's what we do in America. Right. And in the meantime, what's important? In the meantime, normally, you would have the losing team, who's the incumbent, speak with the winning team and work on what's called a transition of power. Pass down. Yeah, you got to have pass down. In other words, you know, the, you don't just show up to fucking day one on the job, don't know what the fuck just happened before. <laughs> right. You don't just show the fuck up and say, oh, shit, look at all, man, throw all this shit out. Let's start over. There's arguments Trump did that on the, uh, with regards to the virus preparations that the Obama administration left behind. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. But the administration, the people that the logistical people need to be talking to Biden's logistical people, that's not happening. Uh, one thing that is happening is that Biden has, has, is in the process of forming his own coronavirus task force. I presume that Burks and Fauci are talking with Biden's people. There's no reason for them not to, and there's right. no prohibition for them not to. Right. Uh, Azar is not because he's an asshole. Um, and by the way, if Trump tries to fire Fauci, which he said he would do after the, shortly after the election, uh, it would have to be Azar firing Fauci's boss, who's not going to fire him, and then firing Fauci. That's how it would go. Um, so those people have to meet. So, so Biden is creating a coronavirus task force. I expect here shortly there will be an economic task force. Because obviously the economy and the coronavirus, you've got to both, you know, there's twin things. There's a lot of fucking problems Uncle Joe's walking into, B. Yeah. This is probably, maybe this might be the worst situation of a president to walk into in like a long ass time. I don't know, man. That 2000, 2008 housing crisis was pretty fucking up, <laughs> unnerving. I get it, but it wasn't no pandemic <laughs> out. It wasn't no Damn. global pandemic. There ain't nobody got a goddamn answer to. By the way, France, Germany... France is on a 30-day lockdown right now. Did you know that? Didn't know. 30-day lockdown. You can't, go, you, can't, you can't be outside of a kilometer from your house unless you got a good-ass reason. Uh, so, you know, you get that. the pandemic is the biggest problem. And he's probably, the, the coronavirus task force probably getting a little bit more numbers than they did. Though I have a hard time believing Uncle Joe didn't have most of this information because he is a former vice, he is a recent former vice president. Right. Uh, so that transition needs to happen. It's not happening yet. The sooner that happens, the better, the later it happens, the worse for all of us. Right. Trump doesn't have to do shit. He don't have to, he don't have to go to Biden's inauguration. He doesn't have to invite him over to hang out. He, don't even have, he doesn't even have to call him and say, Hey man, I don't believe you won, but you did that thing. So, you know, <sighs> you know, good job on your fake win. Cause you didn't win. You know, yeah. he's, he never has to call him. Yeah. But what must happen, he must turn the keys over this country in a reasonable way 
And that's the problem with Trump. He's going to throw them bitches it in was, the ocean. It was never about us. It was always about him. Yeah. These lawsuits that are going to happen are not about us because I told you already, Republicans won House seats. All the Democrats have the majority in the House. It's not by a lot. It's less than it's single digits. The Republicans protected most of their Senate seats, even though if they may lose these two in Georgia, then it's even. Let me ask you a question. When they do a recount, does that a recount for all the voting or just presidential voting? In Georgia, they're probably going to recount everything. Who? What if they fuck around and expose that the Democrats had actually won and it wasn't even like, what if there was some, some fraud the other way and they uncover that shit? Oof. Well, B, I, 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 you know, I hate to be that guy, but you have a Republican governor who yeah. cheated. Yeah. And you have a Republican secretary of state. <laughs> I'm sorry, attorney general. Yeah, I forgot about that. So Kemp is not going to uncover more fraud. You, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And if he does, it sure as fucking will be Republican fraud. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> this dude, this dude yeah, obviously gonna... stole his shit. So yeah, it's not. Oh, who did what? <laughs> How many voting machines? Oh, that small shit, man. Get the fuck out of my face. Get up out of my face, yeah, man. This nigga obviously stole his man, shit. Ain't playing them shit. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder they didn't try hard enough, sons of bitches. Stacey um, Abrams is a champ, man. For her to continue on the way she did. I know you mentioned it earlier, but it needs to be said again. Stacey Abrams is a champ. I'm going to apologize to Stacey Abrams on this show. She's probably never heard. I cannot... I underestimated and didn't know just the impact that she had and has had in your state and B, even though we talked about Pennsylvania being the reason why this is not for debate, it's not, it's not even close. It's done. Georgia. Georgia is what we will be talking about for the next 15, 20 years. Yeah, agreed. Period. Agreed. Whether they get that motherfucker to switch back red after they do this recount or not, Georgia is the moment Everyone said, oh, wait a goddamn minute. Oh, this nigga's fucked, fucked. Yeah, because, you know, even even if Pennsylvania had not been won, by by Biden winning Georgia, it, mean, it meant that um, Trump could not get 270 electoral votes. He would have been stuck at 269. No matter how else anything else rolled, if he had ran the, the table, once Biden won Georgia, the most he could get was 269. So it was still impactful, but it wasn't the Pennsylvania impacting. No, but Pennsylvania was in play. Yeah. Georgia was not supposed to be in play. You heard T.I. and all the people about Georgia. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's a battleground state. Remember, King Kunta 3X. Yeah, B, you got to vote, man. It's a battleground state, man. You know, you got to get out there and be heard, man. Right. Make your votes heard, man. Did you vote, man? Yeah, well, at least you got in there, man. You were close, man. Well, when that shit started going blue. It becomes the battleground state, not a nigga, battleground what state. The f- shit. So that's where we are, folks, as uh, our president like to say, folks, that's where we are, folks. <laughs> so, B, you have anything else you want to say? <sighs> no, man. So I, I want to do something I never do. And I'm going to talk about something from my personal life that is not King Kunta. If you knew who I was, you'd easily now know how to find me. 
Um, saw some ugliness, B, um, with family members. Okay. On social media. You know, there's a lot of people who don't live in Georgia and who live in these other red states and who, you know, they voted. They wanted their voice to be heard just as bad as, as, as yours. You know, they lived in the battleground state and they wanted, you know, they wanted, uh, they had the same dream that other people in your state has that maybe we can turn the state a different color. But they came up short. And unfortunately, you know, some of these places are not just policy differences. Some of it is, hey, white power, fuck you guys. And so, because in my opinion of where they live, you have to deal with the fact that your neighbor voted for Trump and deal with the fact your neighbor may, hey, may in fact have some stars and bars inside their home. May in fact have some white sheets with holes inside their home. But those are the circumstances that you live in and, and you choose to live in. So there was a big push on social media to come back together again. Because during this election, it's been ugly. People, I've unfriended several people. I remember. I unfriended someone that I had known for 35 years, B. I had given this person multiple opportunity to just shut the fuck up. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Came on my page, started some shit. Came on one of my other friends' page, started some shit. That I got black friends type of shit. The world of my black friends defending me type of shit. And then once this person started talking about stolen elections and shit, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Counting votes is not stealing an election. Right. Counting votes is counting votes. Well, I was ahead right here. I know. They started counting votes. And by the, once they were finished, you didn't have that lead anymore. Yeah. It's, it's not rocket science. You told all of your supporters to vote in person. Yeah. The only state they didn't listen to that in is Arizona because Arizona's got a lot of old people and they've been doing mail-in voting for a long-ass time. The demise of his election was that. If, if, if there was any one key thing, it was that. You told people not to do this. Yeah. You know a lot of people don't like you. So people automatically want to do it that don't like you and then you put in a pandemic. Well, shit. A lot of people don't want to be exposed. Yeah. And B, they slowed the mill down. Yep. Still didn't, still didn't work. So, a lot of ugliness. I, I unfriended this person because of, you know, the, the election stealing. There's been a lot of other stupid shit going on, and I've been unfriending people. But today is today. And so I saw uh, one, of my, one of my cousins posted, uh, you know, this, you know, don't let... And it's not just my, a lot of people I know have been posting, don't let, you know, two men who don't know your name cause you to lose family and friendships you've had forever. And, you know, my first inclination to respond to that was, fuck this. If you are a Trump supporter, no, I didn't say Republican. If you're a Trump supporter and you voted for Trump, then you're at least, you might not be racist, but you're okay with racism and about a, a lot of other shit. So I was just about to say, yeah, fuck all of that. And then I saw my family members starting getting into it. Bad B. Ugly. Grown ass people who are related to each other. Black. Getting ugly with each other. Hmm. Bye Felicia. 
I don't know you anywhere but social media anyway. Wow. It's like, you both are grown, educated, civilized people arguing over a unity message, one, and two, on why some people may have a problem with the unity message as it is related to Trump supporter specifically. So this is what I wrote, B. This is what I wrote. <clears throat> the election is over. Do not fall into the trap of continuing to allow the divisive language, cynicism, and partisanship of the past four plus years destroy the hope for a bright future. The fact is that 75 million folks voted for Biden. However, whether you like it or not, and I don't, 71 million voted for Trump. 75 and 71 million people is a lot, and they are not going anywhere. We are neither a nation on the far left nor the far right. To be clear, there is no compromising on human rights. Human rights are not policy disagreements. If you can't say black lives matter in public, then I'm honestly shocked you're able to read this on my social media. Yes, I'm still petty somewhat. My existence is not a political disagreement. However, with Trump and his rhetoric of divisiveness and hate on the way out, we have to find common ground to move forward as a nation. There is so much work to be done. Systemic injustice, immigration, reproductive rights, health care, the pandemic, climate change, and much more. Daunting tasks, massive undertakings. A house divided will not stand. Period. This is a time for healing, and heal we must so that we can move forward and work together to continue to form a more perfect union that lives up to the lofty ideals of its founders. I choose to be hopeful that we can and we will. Hashtag democracy is a verb. Hashtag our better angels. Folks. Well said. The election's over. Thank you, B. We've had the big fight. But we still are a, a nation. We're still we still are a family. And we're gonna have to figure our way forward. Period. If we do not, then we will all suffer. Period. This is our house. I hope that we do it. I'm hopeful we can do it. We have to do it. And the way the election shook out, they have to talk. We've, we've hammered this over multiple times. We have to talk to each other. And as we do it, or as we don't do it, as we get ready for this recount in hot Atlanta in Georgia, oh God, we see what, what you know how it's going to be. And as we see the fuckery that Trump is going to roll out, because he's he's not going out without a fight. Because you know he's afraid, be he's afraid of jail, 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 jail. 
Why jail jail? Because the district, U.S. District Attorney in New York wants his ass in a sling. And once he's not president, he can be indicted. Mm, sad. However this shakes out, we'll be here. Apparently, I won't be south of the border. And B right now won't be north of the border for at least a few more months. And however it goes, <laughs> it's going to be black on both sides. Or nothing is black and white. 